podcast we got a friend of the show a family of the show the recorded family is what i like to call it you know um young genius entrepreneur you're gonna see a lot of them in the future or you might not see a lot of them just know you're getting a lot of money man please introduce yourself man what's up it's, it's duke man we, we back at it like a crack at it man hey you already know what it is man how is life uh one year later of the coronavirus it's 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 good man everything's been going well just been working grinding staying stuck in the grind just trying to make a way man yeah it's yeah i mean like nipsey man we just stuck in the grind it's just like i think everybody found their way but i think everybody ended up being better you know in some way shape or fashion i feel like everybody got better with everything going on you had to figure out something about yourself and other people in this shit man but you you think so you think everybody got better uh some people got worse but <laughs> i think for the most part people got forced to deal with some things and be a part of some things they ain't really like to be so uh we lost a couple a couple lost their way you right along the way man it's like, like, you know, out here in Atlanta and shit, it's just like, bro, the clubbing and shit is like, my nigga, you want to get sick or get other niggas sick because like, <laughs> you can't, like, stop going to the strip club or clubbing, my nigga? Like, really? Is is that it? Like, I know life goes on, but goddamn, bro. Like, I, I just really think most people going to be fine, like younger people, but, like, if you give it to somebody else and they die... It's like, damn, bro. That's the shit that's like, wow. You cool with that? You feel me? Nah, yeah. They've been going crazy, like, in the South. Bro. The South is crazy. All, they, they... all rappers do now is Atlanta, Florida, or Texas. That's it. That's all they can go right now. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's where is that right now? That's their tour. Like, uh, the baby was somewhere on top of somebody's shoulders over the weekend or something like that. I don't know where he was at, but I bet you it was somewhere in the south. Did Did you see the uh, Miami the spring break with everybody? <laughs> Bro, people was running crazy on the Miami spring break. They was like running uh in uh, off on a tab and all that shit. I'm like, yo, this is wild, wild man. This oh is crazy. My God. Yeah, I mean, Florida been wide open the whole time, like been wild and crazy, man, but. I don't know, man. People just got to figure out what they do, man. So now that you at the end of your road, you at school, you about to graduate. What do you think about the difference between like the way you thought your life was going to go and how it ended up? Like, what do you think? Like when you was probably like in ninth grade versus like now, how do you think it was going to go? 
That's a good question. Well, I mean, I always knew I was smart. So you get what I'm saying? I kind of figured I was going to go like the college route. You get what I'm saying? But I didn't think it was going to be like the projection that it has took. It's actually, I felt like when I was younger, I felt not sold myself short, but sold myself short, like from the things I could do. You feel me? And I feel like even, even still in the future, I feel like it's going to be like that too. You get what I'm saying? Even though I'm thinking more bigger and brighter now, I feel like it's still, you can only, it's like, I don't know. It's, I feel like I'm going to just keep just, Every goal that I, I said, I'm just going to achieve it tight. You feel me? It's become like a rush to you. Like, it was like, when I beat this, you know what I'm saying? Like, most people, like, they think I want to be a millionaire. So, after they get that first million, it's like, I want another million. Then I want 10 million. I want 100 million. Then I want, like, right now, the goal is the billion. So, 10, 15 years from now, people are going to be on a trillion and all that. So, it's just it's just crazy. But, like, it's so weird. How like ninth grade, you had this one way, and then you're like, damn, like four years from now, like it's over. And then when it's over, like people gotta make choices, and that's hard. So I always think that's interesting. I mean, for me, I think in ninth grade, I was just like, I just want to graduate. Cause like a lot of people just wasn't graduating, or they was doing some wild shit. As you heard on a previous podcast, people from Lancaster went different ways, man. So I think for me, it's like I don't want no kids and I don't want no to go to jail. I just want to graduate, you know, and that was my goal. So it was like and then like for me, too, like I didn't really know what I wanted to do per se. But I feel like today I've excelled any idea I have for myself because I ain't have no idea. Like I just I was like, I'm just going to do the next step. And I think that's a trap for a lot of people is that like. You don't really know after high school. So because you so used from K to 12 is that I do these grades and I move on. But when you get out of school, that shit gets scary because it ain't like that. You have to figure it out, map it out. And just because you graduate don't mean you guaranteed a job and shit like that. So it's really important to have good people in your corner to like kind of guide you. Whether that be hopefully it's people in your life, but sometimes like a guidance counselor in school or something like that, could see something in you that you don't see for yourself, and you excel like that, man. Yeah, and just to bounce off off, off of that, like like you said, you didn't really know what you wanted to be, and I, I still really don't know. I didn't know back then, and I still don't. I just kind of felt like, okay, I'm in college. You get what I'm saying? I'm going to school for this, and my goal is just always just to make money. I, that's that's all I want to do is I'm all about the money. Right. So it's just like I knew that okay, this path can get me to the to the money. So it's like okay, so what I gotta do to get there? If, if that makes sense, you feel me? Yeah, I mean it definitely makes sense. And it's just like, I mean, was it all like? I guess for me, I never really had too many people on me to make good grades or something. I just wanted to make decent enough grades. But was it always? better for you and like cool for you because i feel like me and you is one of the same like the streets like we could know things about the streets but we always knew like that really wasn't for us we like nah i'm cool but was it always cool for you like i like to get good grades and do cool stuff rather than just sit around and be like the typical dummy that 
don't do shit. I mean, I was always smart. So it was like from like kindergarten, I was always good at math. So it was like, I wouldn't say like you enjoy doing it. Like I would, because I, I never like, if I didn't have to do it, like go, like from elementary school to high school till I graduated, it's like I never like went out my way to go do math or something like that. Yep. But like if I was there, I feel like I might as well just do it. You get what I'm saying? And because everything I do, I feel like I go 100%. So it's like, it's like I got to do it. And the formula for having good grades, I mean, good grades isn't everything, but the habits, you get what I'm saying? The habit of always making, like, I used to feel like, I used to feel like something was wrong if I didn't do my homework. You get what I'm saying? So it's like the habits and like those, I feel like those transfer over to real life. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's discipline and that's something i definitely want to talk about like um you know me and you you know we always live off of that uh you know the marathon we always talk about it we always talk about the marathon and just that tunnel vision and everything like it was like nipsey hustle was making his own religion you know what i'm saying like he was really teaching values that you carry like a muslim or christian buddhist like just these things that you just live by and for him, it's just that, like, you just got to keep going. I think that was the thing for him is that, like, it's a long journey. You got to keep going. And I'm learning that discipline, like, discipline is really, really hard. Like, when it comes to, like, um, I really think, like, uh, the Muslim holiday of Ramadan is crazy because, like, from sun up to sundown, they're not allowed to eat or drink or do no, like, no sex, no, no drinking, smoking, no dumb stuff from sun up to sundown. I think for thirty days. I'm like, bro, and I think is, I'm not for sure, but I think it's to teach you appreciation. And I think like they help in the homeless and they do good deeds and stuff. I think it teaches them humility when they do Ramadan because they go without, you know, anything of the luxuries of the things they get. But, like, speak about discipline and how hard, even from, like, we drinking water and stuff like that. But, like, hey, if I figured in 2021 I'm not going to drink soda, that take real discipline to, like, so you never going to drink soda ever again. Talk about discipline in your life. Uh, discipline, it's, it's really everything. I, I've always felt like I had the work, I feel like work ethic and discipline or one in one you get what i'm saying because you can have the work ethic but if you don't have the discipline it's, it's all bad it's like you might as well not even be working mm -hmm. so i mean i've always been disciplined like i remember like in middle school even middle school up to high school i was always do push-ups every day because i play football so push-ups every day abs doing working out after practice doing stuff like that and so i was talking to my uh one of my counselors uh, shout out to Mr. Tillman, real cool, real cool dude, real cool dude. And so he he was telling me, like, with because my major is computer science, so he was telling me the stuff like you have to treat computer science just like sports. So like you have to be able to do stuff like how I worked out and stuff after, like after practicing stuff. That's the same. You got to work out and stuff after school, because. He's, he he kind of explained, and my, me and my friend was talking about it. He they were like, just like, because everybody goes to college. I mean, like people that go to college, everybody's taking the same classes and all that. So what separates the people that's going just to college?
from the people that working at Google. You get what I'm saying? So I'm like, okay. So then when I started doing like different, because when I started doing different coding things and stuff like that, it wasn't, it wasn't foreign to me of getting up every day and actually coding. You get what I'm saying? It was just, I was doing something different, but the idea is still the same. And just, so like, yeah. So ever since, I think it was like, like February, like February, start of February, I've been doing something coding every day. Literally, Sunday through Monday, every day. So it just takes discipline just because off of that, I've gotten like different offers and different things like that. And I feel like my my work is starting to pay off. Yeah, I mean, and I don't think people understand. Like, that's why, like, uh, I dig like certain religion, like the Muslim religion, Christian, like different values. I'm more of a spiritual person, but I like to grab things from different cultures, different religions, different people, even boxing. Because boxing is a, a super level of discipline. And it's such a level of discipline, like, you think you could just come in there and, like, I'm stronger and quicker than the dude. But, like, no, I'm going to hit you on an angle. I'm going to do this or I'm going to just wait eight rounds. Like, I'm really going to play chess with you. I was watching Lennox Lewis on Drink Champs, and he was talking a lot about chess. And how chess helps you in boxing because you sit there – and you study a person and they be thinking like it's going to go one way and you really going a whole nother way and thinking different things. And he would ask people like, what did you do to beat me? And they would tell him and he would come back and he would beat them. But like for three months, at least you just sitting there training, training, training. And if you don't, when it's time to perform and in front of all the people, you're going to get your ass knocked out. It's like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Nate Robinson, man. But you know, yeah, you know, yeah. it's just like, bro, you can't. This ain't no street fight. It's different, like boxing, and that's why with Floyd, he knows, like, I'm. It's boxing, so I could win rounds. I don't have to like knock you out. So he knows, like, ain't nobody gonna be quicker than me, really. Nobody has the defense, and I'm gonna frustrate you. That's what he does the best. He like. He mentally takes you out from, like, the talking trash. Then when you get in the ring, he's in tip-top shape. And Floyd has extreme discipline. Like, that getting up and running and all that. Like, bro, Floyd is just a whole nother monster. But I think people, like, they think it's just a word. But discipline is, like, man, it's one of the hardest things to obtain, really. It's, like, some people will never obtain it when it comes to, like, I want to eat different. I want to think different. Like, it's take months and years and a long time, but people, man, they really don't be into that, man. But I want to talk about, like, advice you would give to, like, some young kid that's maybe like, yo, I'm in 12th grade. I mean, it's, what, almost April. Pretty We'll just call it April. So in May, I'm over with school. What advice do you have for them, like, if they just getting out and they don't really know what they want to do in life? Uh, that's, a, that's a hard one. That's a hard one. Um, I mean, it's definitely depending on each person, but maybe right. a, a friend of yours or something like that. Like, if you could think of a scenario, like, what, what should they try? Because, I mean, for me, I think, like, school is the best networking thing, like, ever, especially college, because a lot of people that went on to create create these great companies they met in school and they didn't end up doing what they went to school for but school helped them to be around other creative kids and thinking of ideas 
And I think that that's what I'm saying. Like, you should go to school because it'll help you. You know, you especially if you go off to college, you can experience being alone and like on your own and stuff like that. And you kind of could figure out whether it's for you or not. But like, I think sometimes if you just go out and just get a regular job and don't have no plan, it's like that could be a trap because it's like before you know it, you'll after high school, your life flashes. So before you know it, it'll be five years later and you still doing the same job. But the the thing is with that, some people don't mind that. You get what I'm saying? So like, like you said, it's really on the person. But what I would say is find something that you like or that you think you want to do and then just go for it. You feel me? Every day, just, I'm, I'm big on every day, just get better. You get what I'm saying? Every day, do something that'll help you get towards that. But even, even if you just start off small, like a couple of days out of the week or even just Monday through Friday, you get what I'm saying? Just every day try to get better at it. And so, cause some people, they don't want to go to, cause you feel me? I know some people, cause I mean, my, my idea on college is the same, but then I also feel like if you're going, I don't feel like for like certain majors or some stuff like that, it's, it's, it's not, it's not worth it. Yeah. It's not worth it. It's a, I feel like you, if you, if you're one of those, you would be going to college just more for the experience rather than the actual education. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, I feel like if you want to just do something, just go ahead and do it, man. Just and don't don't put no limits on yourself, cause you feel me. You gonna take you gonna take your losses. You get what I'm saying? That's that's with everything. You get what I'm saying? But uh, all it takes is one one uh one yes. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, and I, and, I, and that's what I'm saying. I just feel like if you uncertain, you might as well try out college and maybe if it's a small college or something like that, because like. It'll kind of buy you a little time to figure it out whether you still want to do this or not. And, like, especially, man, like, people don't know, like, if you come from, like, a low-income situation or something like that, you kind of have an upper hand if you can get scholarships or grants because when you get out of school, you might not have to pay for none of that. Where Mm -hmm. everybody else, when they come out of school, they in debt. So it's like, bro, you owe me. And it's not a guarantee when you come out of school, you got a job. So it's like, you can't make an excuse like, bro, like, I don't got no money. Like, bro, it's a lot of shit out there that could get you some bread. And, and like, if we keep it in a buck a buck, this is Recorded Podcast. Thank you for listening. Uh, You know, bro, um, they are going to, like, look at you and be like, hey, you're a minority kid. We support minority kids. And they'll just push you to be like, see, we're not racist. We, you know, gave a push to Charles. You know, like, we're not racist. We we love having minority kids. So that's a push for you, too. So it's just like school is not for everybody, period. But when you don't know at all, it's like maybe try it and, like, figure out. Because everybody just taking core classes in the beginning anyway the first mm-hmm. semester or so so it's like hey what you into what you into like what does that entail like what is the, what do you do with this what do you do with that or some people be 15 16 they love cars they like bro i want to open my own shop and as soon as they get out of high school they go work at a little shop they figure out that shop and they like get it all i know a bunch of people the craziest shit out of jail they learn to trade in jail and like especially in the pandemic they've been eating because they know how to do a basement they know how to do a fence they know how to recreate a lot of shit so it's like 
in life, dude, we go back to that discipline and shit. It's like, bro, we can make every excuse for why we not where we want to be. But in the end, it all depends on us. And I think the pandemic really made us sit and figure out what the fuck are you doing in your life? You really have to like, you can't put it on nobody. What are you doing? And let's get it. Real life, real life, man. You, you said it. Yeah, it's just like, man. So what do keep? What keeps you motivated? What podcast or music you uh be listening to? What type of things you listen to to keep you motivated you during know, this you grind? Know, you know that that nip. You feel me? That that's man though. Yeah, I be on. I be on Larry June too. Payroll Giovanni. For podcast wise, I've been on this one. I've been on uh la, 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 million dollars worth of game. And I just today, I just I think I'm gonna start getting into the I am athlete. Cause they've they've been having some good conversations on there. So I gotta try it out. I gotta try it out, man. Yeah, now nah, it's uh today I watched like one of the first full episodes I ever watched. It was it was it was good. I liked it. I think they have good conversations, you know, like I I like the conversation, you know, um Brandon Marshall was saying, like, you know, I'm not okay. Or Chad Johnson's like, I just lost my mom. Like, bro, I'm not okay, but we can't really have these conversations. And, you know, uh, it's just like the transparency that's going on right now is really good. And what I had to learn the hard way, too, is, like, with podcasts and different things, with people going through shit, bro, you got to let them go through it. You can't judge or nothing because, like, a million dollars worth of game. I was like, I don't really like how things is going and shaking, and I don't really know what was what behind closed doors. But then you see with the Joe Budden podcast, they they going through their own things. So it's like you got to learn, like in business and stuff like that. You got to stay out the way. You if you like somebody, you like them for who they are. You can't really get in the middle because the game that million dollars worth of game is giving right now, man. Oh man, it's priceless. It's, it's, it's worth more than a million. Man, worth more than a million. They, they just, you know, and even now, like sometimes I fast forward through it because I'm at work or something, but like in between a podcast, like today they had Jadakiss, they'll have a guy talking about how you own venues or something like that. Then they had a guy talking about like owning homes and different things. They'll sneak it in there. They literally giving game the whole time in there rapport between each other is just amazing they get on each other jada kiss today was like yo man like yo are y'all serious and it was funny man. <laughs> yeah they they just man but but nip just like i feel like a lot of people was on the nip wave early and a lot of people just want to go to the nip mural just to take a photo or something but like the lessons he was teaching it was almost like prophecy like he was here for a certain amount of time and when he left this earth, it's like his teachings was really going to come to life. And really, like the seeds he was planting was really, really going to come to fruition. It's sad that it took for him to pass, but I think he would be glad that, you know, people are taking it and they are getting it. Because, you know, it, it's just a story of, bro, like this shit ain't easy, like at all, man. Like right. the genius thing we did was never give up that consistency. You you keep running. If I just keep doing podcast, 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 I'm like, oh man, I'm about to give up. Somebody might be like, yo, I'm looking for a new podcast to get popping or whatever. It's like you never know what you run into, man. For real. And just to go off of that, like you said, Nip, 
like it's almost like I said it, like I said it, rules or code. You feel me? That he gave us. You get what I'm saying? And it's like every situation I feel like I've been through, I can relate it back to like a, like something that Nip said. You get what I'm saying? So it's is RP the great man. It's why? Cause like I swear to God, I was like, bro. Why do people go so hard for Tupac? I'm like, dog, like, I didn't get it because I was too young. Like, he died in 96, so I was, like, nine when he died. I was like, people go so hard for this dude that, like, passed, like, it's 2003, and people are going, like, so hard, but I get it. With Nipsey Hussle, I get it. I know my nephews and stuff, they probably like, I don't get it. You know, like, why... You know, he died. It was like, why are you rocking with it? But it's like the messages and the shit you can relate to is just, man, it's like, man, I mean, the marathon continues. It's like, I'm definitely going to get that tatted. Well, I ain't get a, a tattoo since 08. So my wife was like, bro, you ain't you full of shit, bro. Like, she didn't got two, three tattoos. She like, bro, you ain't doing nothing, man. Nothing at all, man. And now your support system. I know you got some good friends. You seem like y'all always on a vibe. I know you got good family in your corner. How important is it to have a good support system to like keep going with all this hard stuff? Oh man, it's 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 everything. You know what I mean? I got to to get. It takes a, like they say, it takes a village. You get what I'm saying? So I'm all my my mom, my dad, my aunt. My cousin, my cousin Rodney, you, and just all my friends and stuff. I feel like I'm all I'm a mixture of everybody. You get what I'm saying? And we all either they help raise me or we all grew up together. You get what I'm saying? So it's like it's 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 huge because if you don't like 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 Nip said, if you ain't if if you don't got if you look at your circle and don't uh don't get inspired, then you got a cage. You get what I'm saying? And it's like I feel like. Once I started surrounding myself with like the right people and just getting out of my comfort zone, that's like when my life started just to take it like that, like the projection just like that. So then it's like, since I noticed that, now I'm more aware and more conscious. You get what I'm saying? And as I get older, it's like, I don't even got time for like the negativity and all that. So you, I got other stuff to worry about. You get what I'm saying? So that's how I be feeling. And it's so crazy, too, because, like, what I'm learning, too, as you get older, like, some people see a light on you, and they want to bring it down. It's like, bro, like, I'm not on that. I don't want to talk about that. I'm not on that. Like, I mean, that's cool. You on that. But, like, it's just something about people know it. It's like they can smell it, sense it, feel it. Like, bro, it's a light on, bro. And, like, I don't know. I think it what it is, though, it really is the self-hate. Of like, why is he like this and I'm not? And instead of like asking you like, hey, what'd you do to get yourself motivated or something? It's like people be like jumping to hate and it's like, we ain't gonna get nowhere like that, brother. <laughs> like, not at all, man. We gotta uplift each other. And like, like you, man, I never, I hate cliches, but I think the thing about cliches is that they true. That it takes a village is one of the realest ones because something... Your parents might not see in you, your uncle or your aunt or a friend or somebody. Because your friend's going to know things about you your parents don't know. So, like, you got to have a good friend to be like, yo, you kind of on some bullshit right now. Like, in in a way that you're going to respect it. Not on some, like, disrespectful shit. And that's what I love about seeing you with your friends. You're always supporting. You're always doing things. 
And it just seemed like y'all motivate each other, man. Go ahead and plug something right now. What, what they got going on out there, man? So we got uh, my my homie James, aka Skis, with his music. We got Simon with the Almas Playground. We got Marcus with XX Sogu. We got just the whole We in Light. I may be forgetting. I got we got Milan, Coolest Michael uh band man mercy so we we got a whole bunch man it's, it's a lot we got a lot going on man it, it's, it's just too much. i know hey if you left out anybody charge it to your to your mind not your heart man that's it because it, it's just everybody like man plug me in bro but hey we gonna get everybody on man everybody's welcome on this is recorded but it's just a beautiful thing to watch you grow and just be better man and i think i really wanted to get you on too to tell people about some cool shit Everybody think like it's so dope to get recruited for sports or something right now, but you at a point where you finish school and you getting recruited to do a PhD program and you possibly get paid to go to school. Please give them game and an understanding of like somebody's like, hold on, what do you mean you getting paid to go to school and getting recruited? Tell them what that process is and what that means for you. Yeah, so... Like I, like I always said, I wanted to go to school, like college for football, but that didn't work out. So you, I had to find out like another way. So I ended up getting it into USC, Notre Dame, and UCLA for PhD programs. And basically for the PhD programs is for most schools, they, uh, since, since, like, since it's a PhD, they want people to do it. So like more doctorates and st- things like that. And so they basically waive your tuition and they they pay you a stipend to do like either like research or like teacher assistant uh, TAs and things like that. So I, I I got plugged in, man. It's it's, it's definitely a blessing. I, I worked hard, you get what I'm saying? And it's definitely a blessing. Man, you know, we proud of you. It's just like, bro, that's motivation. I'm about to change my back wall because I don't care about none of them teams back there. It's just uh, for the look. But, man, I just got to put up some motivational stuff around me. And that's just, like, I think that's some cool shit that most people don't know. Like, it does pay to be smart, you know. And it's just, like, it's just comprehension. Like, somebody can give you information and you able to comprehend it and put it in a form where, like, you could possibly get paid for it. But also, like, how how hard is it for you, I guess, the idea to, like, get the quick bag versus playing chess and, like, I could play the long game. Like, how hard is it not to just jump out there? You never had your own money. You never had your own place. How hard is it, like, that decision to just, like, all right, I'm going to take the long game because it's a better opportunity? It's, it's definitely hard because I, I got a couple offers right now, with and the, the numbers is looking right. But, I mean, like I said, the money the money's going to be there regardless. And I feel like if, I, if I'm getting what I'm getting right now, Imagine if I get two years just with a master's, how much the money's going to be. So that's what I kind of just got to just play. Like, like Nip said, it's a marathon. You know what I'm saying? Everything got to be strategic. And I think we was talking about it Well, with Master P. And so I kind of had like the same thing with Master P. They, uh, He said like he got like a million dollar deal and the dude didn't even know him. And then his, I think his brother, uh, C Murder, he was mad because he didn't take the deal. And Master P had to explain to him, like, imagine they don't even know us. And they they willing to give us a million dollars. Imagine what we can, how much we work. So that, that's how I kind of take it in. So I'm like, okay, 
let me just go ahead and build my worth up even more and let, let's see how this is going to work out. Yeah, it, I mean, it, and it's the smarter move because it's like, um, I go back to Divine Eye Media. I had her on a podcast and she was just saying like, I'm going to quit my job, jump out there and do my thing because if all else fails, I can always get a job. So it's like, it's the same way for you. It's like, bro, it's kind of a win-win because I'm getting paid to go to school. I am could get more money if I go to school. And like, if I'm not feeling this, I could just go get a job. So it's just like, I just think it's a beautiful thing, man. And we just so proud, like, damn, like you just excelled and you exceeded like any of like, I didn't know you can get paid to do these things. So it's just like, this is just amazing to like know somebody that can do that and does like great things like that, man. I, I know your parents are proud. Everybody's so proud. It's just super motivating and Everybody got to celebrate, man. The young King Duke, you feel me? Mr. Fab, send me those motivational Mr. Fab. Mr. Fab is an underrated genius, man. I love that dude, man. He's the guy. He's the guy. It's something about the Bay Area, that whole soil. Like, I got to get there and just kiss the ground or something real soon, man. The Black Panthers came from there, everything. It's just something about it, man. It's just the Bay Area is built way different. E-40... Like, everybody got those big mogul people. Like, I got to get some photos up of E-40, Master P, Issa Rae. Like, these people that did it, they did it their way. They did it real black. Ain't nobody really believing they shit. And especially, like, E-40. It's like how he rapped in his delivery. They was like, what are you talking about? And then, same with Master P to be a country dude in Oakland trying to rap. It's like, what are you talking about? Issa Rae. Had a YouTube series. She just closed in a deal. I think she deserved more, but uh, I digress. But shout out to her. But these are some people, like, man, it's you and, like, those people, different people in my life that I'm like, damn, like, they, like, Mr. Richard, man, your dad, how do you want it, the comedy, all that, man. It's just, you know, your circle, my wife, everybody. It's like everybody around you constantly make up who you are good or bad and i'm glad to say i got a lot of good people in my corner man that just like glow up but you are definitely like a motivational one and i was like i gotta get the boy on here man and speak to the youth get them motivated it's that time where decisions gotta be made so let's this is recorded the foundation that's gonna come (laughs) we're gonna have to support these young kings and queens man and get them motivated man Real life, real life. And I just wanted to thank you. You feel me? You always giving me the support. You feel me? Thank all my family and all that, man. You feel me? We 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 ain't made it, but we made it. You get know what I'm we saying? We already made it. That's like what like I got these new slogans, man. Like we already made it. I text people who have a life changing day. Just like to get their mind right. Like, bro, this this is what we on. This is what we doing. And, like, we only got time for positive because there's so much negative around us. But also the negative, your boy, man, let's talk about the Lake Show, man. LeBron went down. Which I got Andre Drummond. What's going on over there, man? I I, I like the Drummond pickup because – I love it. Because we was missing that big man, you feel me? Because they got – I don't like how they have Harold just in there playing a big man. And Harold's role is really not a big man role. You get what I'm saying? like. He's more scrappy, but they want him to be the Dwight Howard. You get what I'm saying? Uh, and that's not going to happen. And so I feel like the German pickup, that, 
that that was huge. And I just feel like we gotta get healthy. Once yeah, we get yeah. Healthy, I mean, I just feel like if y'all don't have like a real hard first round matchup, that'll give y'all enough time to get right. But I didn't notice that Denver picked up uh Aaron Gordon. I mean, I don't hear too much about Denver right now, but that's a good pickup right there. It's a good pickup, but I don't think he take him to the next level or nothing like that. I you know what I'm saying? Probably not, but like it's just a you know what? It's just like in sports you see it all the time like you have this window like this big, bro, like a little itty bitty window that like we gotta do it now or we're not gonna get that chance again. And I feel like Denver is like they trying to make moves, but it's like I don't know, man. Also, a question that came up this week that I didn't think about. Do you feel like it would have been better if Kawhi would have stayed in Toronto? For Kawhi or for Toronto? For Kawhi, like I guess because Toronto is doing all right, but like, do you think it would have been a better move? Because everybody like, if they don't go to the conference finals this year, the trade was a bust. I think I heard Stephen A. say that, and I was like, eh? I mean, because they're not making them really better. They just staying like almost like Lob City Clippers. So like, do you think it would have been better? Like, how do you think his career would have went if he would have just stayed in Toronto? It. it... <sighs> I mean, maybe to like maybe last year they would have had a chance to um, to get to the finals again, depending on like what happens. Yeah. But besides that, this year it's it would it's it's the Nets. You get what I'm saying? It's the Nets. Nets you know? <laughs> when they get healthy, boy, oh my god! They you know, and I man, I love Jalen Rose. He another like motivational mentor to me. And he was just saying, um, did the stats. He said, Blake Griffin ain't dunk in so long. I guarantee yeah. you when he get over to uh, the Nets, he going to dunk. He had three dunks in one game. He ain't dunking a year. So it showed <laughs> you that, like, I'm not getting hurt. Like, he was just shooting and stuff like that. But it's just like the Nets, what they trying to do over there, boy. Ugh. It's scary. It's, it's cra- scary. crazy, bro. But I I. I just be feeling like it's like they take, they do all this to beat LeBron. I mean, it take a lot to beat the King, man. And, and then like while we giving out flowers, bro, like I I don't think I don't think people really sit and think about like LeBron. You know, no disrespect to his mom or nothing like that, but it seemed like she didn't have no idea what to do in certain situations in life. LeBron had no father. He had, like, uncles and stuff like that and maybe some childhood friends around. But, you know, he's the typical, like, hey, your mom had a baby, probably young, you live in the projects, you got to figure it out. I don't think people understand the, like, mindset it takes for this dude to do all the things that he's done. As far as, like, hey, I'm going to get on with a manager and an agent, but y'all, you go over to Nike you go over here, you go over there, and we're going to come together later on and we're going to create something amazing. We're going to build schools. We're going to motivate. We're going to, like, create platforms and media yeah. companies to create our own narratives. We're going to invest in soccer teams while I'm already playing. He just invested in the Boston Red Sox while he's still playing. I mean, I don't think, like, for this dude to have no real guidance, I'm going to say, like, 
He didn't have no real person like, hey, man, you should do this, this, and that. For him to have this mindset, no dad, no nothing, I there's nothing LeBron can really do other than, like, some wild, crazy, illegal stuff for me to ever look at him differently. And, like, that's why people be like, I hate that he whines. I mean, LeBron is like a saint to me, bro. Like, I mean, a true saint. What do you think? Nah, he every just everything you say. He's, he's really the guy, man. To like, like he said, just a kid from Akron. You get what I'm saying? And he, he did what he did. So you feel me? Maybe not. People can't be LeBron because obviously he's gifted. You get what I'm saying? But the mindset and stuff, he he really give people a chance to like to, to show like, okay, you can you can make it up. You get what I'm saying? And and sometimes that's all somebody just needs to see is just the vision. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, and it's just like, man, like, he could have been a typical, like, I'm going to just get the bag, and I'm like, he could have been like an Iverson, and that's no disrespect to Iverson, it's just like, Iverson was just really good at ball, that's it, like, he didn't really have no, like, other ideas of how far he want to take it, and I feel like in life, it ain't what you do, it's what your life can do for others, and LeBron gives so much hope to so many other people and with the school and even like that's why he knew when he left this time he gonna do it differently so when he left he announces the school that same summer that he left so it's like don't ever say i ain't do nothing you know the to to broker a deal that parents could go to community colleges and everybody got a bike and food pantries and like trying to get the parents involved in gd like it's just like I don't know how a guy that like nobody told you this, you just thought of this in your head. It's just like I don't think people understand like how like amazing that is, man. But shout out to LeBron James, man, the legend, man. You I know you on your way, man. You on your way to be just like LeBron, but you had the guidance. You had you had family and stuff behind you, man. But we gonna get out of here. I don't want to keep you forever. I know that college brain. You got all these offers. You got calls, big business coming through. Before we get out of here, man, let's speak it into existence, man. What's going to be the legacy of Duke, man? What things are you going to touch and people you're going to touch and things you're going to make happen in this life, man? Man, right now, man, I'm just on the path, man, just to try to just motivate those around me, you feel me, and reach greatness and wherever that take me, you get what I'm saying? Whatever my definition of greatness is, it's going to happen. You get what I'm saying? So we're we going to get there, though. Man, and this is recorded. Oh. Yeah.